Hey everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book, Beyond Royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Bram starts now. Hey everybody, Ray Bram here. Welcome to another amazing session. I'm with Ellen Finkelstein, who helps experts get their knowledge out to the world with online products and courses. She is well known and I'm on her list, for her email newsletter, which gets her top rankings on the leaderboards. And that I know, too. I've seen her on multiple, many, many leaderboards from behind, of course. And uh, anyway, (laughs) welcome, Ellen. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. So give us, we're going to talk about, it's a favorite topic of mine, too, and uh, email today. But give us a a 30,000-foot view of how you got to where you are, where you're running a business on one email a day. Sure, Ray. So I actually started by writing books. You can see them in the background there. They were books from McGraw-Hill and Wiley. And at that time, I guess this was starting in 1990-something or other, um, it was just starting to be a thing that authors should have their own quote platform. And what that really meant was that you should have your own website and your own email list. And the reason for it was because the Publishers were really bad at marketing books. (laughs) And so if you wanted the books to do well, you needed to do some of it yourself. And so in 1991, 1999, I started my first website. And a couple of years after that, I started my first email list. And that grew really well because I was doing a lot of blogging on these two topics. One was AutoCAD. It's a drafting program. The other was PowerPoint. They were very specific and People who were using those products needed information. And so my list grew kind of automatically. And I, I just kept on giving them information. And then I started. So just to give you an idea, that book up at the top ended up being a 1200 page book and it retailed for $50. But on Amazon, where most of it sold, it was $30. And the publisher, which was Wiley and Sons, would give me 10% of the wholesale, which is half. So I would get 10% of $15, which is $1.50 for each book. Now, don't get me wrong, that book sold really well. It went into 17 editions, was translated into 14 languages, and that plus um, a Flash book on Flash for dummies and a PowerPoint books, they paid the down payment for my house. So I'm not really complaining but I did at some point realize that I could write my own ebook, sell it off my website to my list, and charge $20 for it and keep $19 of it. And as I started to actually have an audience there, that started to be pretty profitable, actually. Fast forward to 2010 or so, I started a, co- a local course in my hometown on how to create an online business, start a, a website. And so when I created Change the World Marketing from that, And started trying to do the same thing and discovered that in internet marketing, online marketing, it's not as easy as when you have something like AutoCAD or PowerPoint that's so specific. So I had to work a lot harder to grow my list and to get an audience. But I, over time, I found a system of sending out emails that was totally opposite of what all the marketing gurus told you to do. And it just worked really well for me, as you mentioned, uh, like on the leaderboards. And so what what everybody says that you should do 
is have an email with one call to action. You know, maybe it's one thing and there'll be three links to the same thing in that email. And just day after day, you're promoting people and they're promoting you and it's it's called a solo email, just one thing. And I'm sure you've gotten emails like this and probably been pretty annoyed by it and maybe unsubscribed for them because it just seems like every day they're just promoting something, promoting something, promoting something. And I didn't like that. I didn't feel good doing that. And so what I started doing was creating an email that had many resources as, as people, like my subscribers thought of them as emails. Yes, I was promoting things, but they, 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 I'm sorry, they thought of them as resources. And so, and I would have a daily tip that was applicable to everybody. And I would have a little story at the beginning. And so there was a system that I came up with. And because of that, I could promote something for many, many days because I was promoting multiple things. So if I wanted to promote somebody's launch or something like that, I would promote it every single day of the launch and everybody else was promoting it maybe two or three times because they had other people to promote and they were doing solo emails. And so I've discovered that I could best out people who had email lists twice my size, five times my size, sometimes 10 size, 10 times the, the size of my list. And so that's how it came about. It just sort of happened because I wanted to be helpful to my subscribers. <laughs> well, it's interesting because uh, I heard you say this just literally a week or two ago. And I thought, you know, the bells went off because that is one of the issues. If you, as you build a business, as you build an email list, okay, I can't promote, you know, I'm booked out for six months. And you said, I can book, I can promote anybody anytime because I take this approach. And really interesting and it's like okay now how do i massage my list to do that because i'm one of the call to one call to action type of guys although i'm more of a i just kind of like to tell stories or talk about movies and things and then i'll say oh and by the way we got this thing click on what it was getting to that point i mean how does somebody if they were starting today and i know you help people do this but what if you're somebody starting today it's like okay i want an online business i'm not in, probably in your local town but i want to uh, take your, you know, course, or I want to, how do you recommend people start and, and do they, what if they are in that kind of AutoCAD style niche, you know, versus they don't know what they want to do yet. What kind of advice do you give for those? So first of all, the AutoCAD and the PowerPoint niche, all of those, those are corporate niches. And, and at this point, I'm doing a lot less of that. It's sort of a set. I don't do AutoCAD anymore at all, but I do have a PowerPoint presenting list, which is much more corporate. So, and, and you can do it in that kind of niche, but not one email a day. The corporate world will not be very kind to that. So my, it depends on your target market, you know, who those people are. In my case, they're online entrepreneurs and it's not unusual, you know, they're getting a lot of emails from people who send out emails every day, except those emails are almost always solo emails. And so what happens is they start to tune out because 90% of the emails they get from that person are not applicable to them. So I, when you're switching, if you're doing a solo email kind of business where you're promoting other people, so they promote you and you have this promotional calendar that you have to fit people into, and you want to switch to a system where you can promote multiple people at a time, you do have to kind of tell your audience what you're doing, or certainly if you're emailing like once a week and you're going to go more often, you know, you can explain it to people. But as long as you provide information that's valuable to almost everybody in almost every email, they're going to love you for it. 
Uh, and I do start with a story. I tell stories, and I have a, a system I call micro-storytelling, where I basically take something from my life that happened to me in the last 48 hours, and I connect it to some message that's relevant to, to a lesson, so to speak, that they can use, my subscribers can use to improve their business results. And so I always start with that, and I know from feedback that people really like those stories, and it helps that connect them to me. It gives, helps give me some kind of you know personality to them. And so I start with that, and then I you know have this whatever my moral of the story is. It relates to them growing their business, and then I basically say, and here are some resources that will help you do this, whatever it is. So, you know, right now I'm talking a little bit about planning for the new year. And so I'll have some, maybe some story about planning. And so here are some resources that will help you plan, or here are some resources that, you know, will help you, whatever, have a better 2023 to be something very general. And and then I give them the different resources. Uh, Another thing is that I always educate a little bit as I sell. So, you know, I'm explaining to people why this is important and what value they're going to get out of it. And sometimes I actually do a little lesson. So, sometimes I teach, uh, I I sell a PLR, which is private label rights. And I always explain what it is. And there are, you know, new people who might not know what it is and, and why it's valuable and how it can help them. So, my ex- the first time it happened, somebody emailed me and said, I love your emails. You just give us so many resources. And I'm going, really? Like, I'm just selling stuff. And I realized that this was something of value to people. And so I developed it even further to make sure that the emails would be appreciated by people. <laughs> you know, and that's helpful. I, it's it's the emails that, like you said, these, the, the, especially if they're corporate ones, it's just like, I know you're just trying to sell me. I'm, already, you know, or I've already bought, and I'm still getting emails from you on whatever. And but when you entertain that way, or you provide a, hey, look, here's some resources you might use. You know that that changes the dynamic because now people are probably saying, like, I know I do. I look, it's like, okay, well, what does she got today, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I do a lot of repetition because I am repeat repeating the promotion over and over again, you know, several times, and people know that. But there's, you know, if it's something new, I might say new, you know, to tell people that this is a new one and that they don't have to, you know, that if they if they already know what the other ones are, here's something new to pay attention to, you know, whatever it is. But you know, that's the other thing, you know, people don't read all of your emails and click on all of your links to check everything out each time. We just know that that doesn't happen. And whatever your open rate is, it's not the same, you know, 20% or 30% of people each time. It's different people. So you do, and we all know that there's research that you have to, people need to hear something more than one time before they take action. There is this, you know, when you're crafting the email, right? There's this funny feeling like, well, I just said this yesterday. (laughs) <laughs> but you're right. People don't read that. It's funny because I, I had one this week where it was like, you gave me 24 hours to do this. And I'm like, I've been promote. I've been sharing this with you for seven days. Yeah, so. <laughs> Can't help on that one. But, yeah. but the, the point being that they don't open every email and it's one, right. some people open the, the story headline. You know, I like the, I have one that I use once or twice a year, the George Costanza school of uh, self-publishing. Right. And then I've, or there's one like how to, you know, launch a bestseller or something like that, that those different headlines catch different people. 
I do split test my my subject lines, and the email service that I use makes it drop dead easy. So I can say, you know, here's the main one, here's the second one. I want twenty five percent to go to one subject line, twenty five to go to the second, and after one hour, pick the winner and send the other fifty percent to everybody else. And so seventy five percent of people always get the best subject line. What service is that? That's BirdSend, B-I-R-D-S-E-N-D, yeah. I always like to know the different options. Now, if somebody is, okay, if there's somebody's watching, it's like, well, I'm just getting started. How realistic is it for me to run a business on one email a day? Or, you know, what should I be thinking of timeline-wise to build that up? How can I be like Ellen? <laughs> it's like that Be Like Mike commercial from the old Michael Jordan day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... There's obviously more than just sending out an email. So, for example, you have to have a message, you know, that resonates with people. You have to have a free offer or maybe do, you know, it could be a PDF or a video, or maybe you're going to do webinars. You have to have something for free that gets people on your list. You can do guest blog posts. You can do speaking. Whatever it is, you have to grow that list. And as you grow that list, you start developing that, this relationship with them. So certainly your autoresponders, which are the automatic emails that come when someone signs up, are a great way for you to create a connection. And I do recommend that you, if, especially if you're sending out daily emails, that you don't, you know, hit people with daily emails right away. That, that first they get the autoresponders, which could be daily, but, but, and then at the end you say, now you'll get my regular newsletter. And so they kind of get introduced to what you have to offer. So that helps bring people over and you know I say and, and you know now you'll get my newsletter with its daily hot tip and resources you know that'll help you grow your business that's what they're there for so that kind of introduction is is valuable but you have to grow the list and growing the list involves promoting your free offer partnering with people so it's not like I you know spend an hour in the morning sending out an email and then thus you know go out and play those partner meetings and speaking like I'm doing now and, and building the list, you know, all of that does take some time. What is your, I know you've got many ways for people to get on your list, but what's your favorite way or what do you think is the most effective way to get emails? Um, I guess now, and then if you had to start over again, just with knowledge, but no fame, you know, what would you start with? And maybe they're the same thing. Yeah. So I've never found a magic bullet. So I would say that there are a bunch of different ways and you actually need to use a bunch of different ways. I would say that when you're just starting, probably Facebook ads are the least effective. And, you know, I wouldn't go there until you have an offer that really converts, that you know converts. Uh, so I think one of the best ways is to partner with people. And the, what we call, what I call the freebie swap. I didn't make that up. You know, the freebie swap is a great way to do it. So I'll promote your freebie. You promote mine. And when you promote my freebie, I get this instant credibility because you said it was good. And so if you do it with the right people, you can get a lot of new people that way. Uh, events are also really powerful. So it could be a masterclass. It could be a giveaway. It could be a summit, all of those things. And it depends on the quality of them and so on like that, but they're all good ways to do it. I would say that one of the best ways to grow your list is to organize your own giveaway as opposed to just being on somebody else's giveaway and organizing your own summit. 
because then you get to keep all of the registrants. And so other the other people who are the contributors, whether it's a giveaway or a summit, they're promoting it and they're all sending people to you. So that can be really powerful. And I've gotten a thousand people from a giveaway twice. So that's that's a really powerful way to do it. There's a there's a book that's uh, it's about I think it's whole life insurance, but it's anyway it's called Be Your Own Bank, right? And that that's what I think of when you say that because that, that's what I tell people all the time. It's like you want to be the summit host, you want to be the stack host, you want to be the giveaway host, yeah. If possible, now you've got to work your way up to that to you know, and that's you're going to do that with partners. And I mean, you don't necessarily have to work your way up to it, but you you know, having meeting partners, there's you know that does take some investment of time. Yeah, absolutely. And a great way to find those partners is by looking at giveaways that other people organize and who's contributing to them and on summits, who's speaking to them. And then you start creating relationships. And I, there are different ways to find partners, but just meeting with people on Zoom one-on-one is a really good way to create a, a solid feeling and relationship and, you know, as opposed to just kind of trying to, you know, go on social media and say, who would like to be in my giveaway? Yeah completely agree it's a lot e- it's a lot easier if you know if you know everybody you already want on your giveaway certainly so you could just send out some emails uh about that so back to if if somebody's starting what's one of the ways you coach people to get started like a pdf an audiobook get, get your website up it's kind of the general frame i mean i guess yeah, I mean, get your website up is certainly a thing to do, and I don't help people with that specifically, so they're going to have to find somebody. And, and it's actually, in my experience, it's, it's something of a a project because the people who are good designers are not good marketers, and the, you know, then the tech people are also not good marketers, and they might not be good. You know, you need good tech, good marketing, good design. So you know, to have a good website and and good copywriting as well. But you you need to start by knowing what you want to say. And so the, the first thing is, what's your message? Who's your target market? What's their problem? What's your solution to their problem? And once you come up with a statement like that, everything else will follow from that. In, on your website, on social media taglines, or everywhere you go, and once you have that, then you start. I, I think just starting with a PDF is a great way to start. Uh, it depends how good you are speaking. So if you'd like to do, a, you know, a video, this the thing about video is there's a an age difference. So older people tend to like to read, and younger people tend to watch video. So you could do both that kind of thing. A, a nice thing is to have a PDF and a video. You know, that basically say the same thing. But the point is to keep it kind of short and valuable in a short period of time because people, unfortunately, uh, do want quick fixes. And so you want to give people a benefit quickly that, you know, show them some value quickly. And then in your autoresponders and maybe in your upsells and so on like that, now they're on your list. That's when you get the, you know, that's when you can get people to go deeply into more deeply into what you have to offer. So you, you could do upsells and, and you can offer people workshops and coaching or whatever you want to do, but you have to start from somewhere. And so it's a combination of yeah, getting the infrastructure there that you have and then creating partnerships with people and getting yourself known that way. Speaking is a great, and writing are both great ways to do that. And, and once you've established this, you know, a business on one email a day, let's say, what you, in your case, what percent of the resources or offers that are in your emails are now yours versus partners. 
or, or in, is it the ideal goal for everyone else? Yeah. So I actually think that one of the things I did this year was like focus too much on other people's products and have, uh, and, and then say, well, other people are going to promoting me, but I, this coming year, one of my plans is to spend more time promoting my own products to my own list uh, and have a, a schedule t- to do that. Uh, so there are different people have different philosophies about that and, and, and it can work. Either one of them can work. So I know somebody who never promotes his own products to his own list. Like the purpose of his list is to promote other people who've already promoted him, kind of things like that. But I, I actually like the idea of promoting my own products because I have created a relationship with my list. I do that through stories. I do that through teaching and so on like that. So I want them to be excited when I come up, when I say I'm offering such, such and such a thing. Otherwise, the connection is a little bit, you know, you lose some of that connection and that engagement. So I just think you need to have a schedule and figure out what you're going to be offering. There's so many different models. You know, you can offer a lot of little things or you can offer one big launch uh, and you have to figure out which is best for your, uh, first of all, for your psyche, you know, like, which is, you know, can you handle this? Uh, you know, can you handle creating a new product every month or can you handle a big launch? So, you know, it's up to you. They can both work. I've seen people do really well with in the traditional internet marketing world of nothing over $97 and see other people who never sell anything less than $5,000 and they can both work. So you have to figure that out a little bit, you know, what works best for you. But so I don't think there's any one thing, but I, I do like promoting my own products to my own list as well as promoting other people's products. Yeah, I would say I know some people in all of the above. I've, I've got a friend that now he won't promote any of his own stuff and he won't promote any, anybody else's unless it's 5,000 and above. Yeah. You know? So it's like, okay, they fit not one size fits all. I would say, especially in your case, and I found it to be the case too. And maybe it's because of daily emails and you're building that rapport that way, as well as other things like summits or interviews or is I could take the exact same product and I could sell a lot more of it if my name is on it. You know, like it's, it's my product. They're like, okay, I want to buy from Ray. I know Ray. Right. As opposed to, to selling somebody else. And that's, that's because you've created a relationship with your subscribers through your stories and your emails. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So now we got people interested. Like this is, it sounds like, and maybe there's, we won't get into, you know, pros and cons, but it sounds like an amazing business. And I, you know, I do a daily email a little different. I might have to switch some things up after this interview because uh, (laughs) I'm the one call to action guy. You called out in the very beginning and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't mention this, but if somebody wants to, okay, I'd like to pursue this, you know, what's the next step? What's the first thing they should do after this, that they hit stop on this video to get started in this kind of one email a day business? So I have a a freebie. It's a short freebie. It's a little PDF. It's called 10 Tips to Get Better Results from Your Emails, How to Get More Engagement, Opens, and Clicks. And that's the first step. You want to be getting better results from your emails. And my system, I think, does a really good job of doing that. But there are lots of things that you know, you need to do like split testing or, you know, telling stories. And so those are some of the the tips that I go into and and explain in those tips. And I think that's a great place to start. Perfect. And we've got the link right below this video down there. And so go grab that because I'm going to grab it too, because you can never learn enough. The other thing is you're basically showing them, you, the viewer, you're showing people how to use a PDF to get an email. Yeah. 
by yes. offering them this great PDF that that you can grab. So that you know, one of the things I I, I don't know if you do this. I do it. It's is I get on people's lists that I want to mimic. I want to oh, see yes. what they're sending me every day. And so it's, yeah, I get a lot of emails, but. Uh, and by the way, not only mimicking, but also you get on people's emails to see if you'd like to partner with them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then later, you know, and the nice thing is you get enough emails from somebody, you know enough about them to actually have a yeah. conversation to introduce yourself. So like, you know, I love that story about. So some of my best partners I've met that way, just replying to an email and saying, gosh, that's a great story. Yep. Perfect. Ellen, thank you so much. This is a very desirable and I think a a very doable way to stop commuting, stop the rush hour and and start planning. So, you know, could you send one email a day and, of course, do all the other partnership things? And would that be a cool business for you to run? That's certainly I think it would be. So great stuff. Ellen, thanks again. Everybody, thanks for joining us, and we will see you on the next session. Okay, thanks for having me, Ray. This has been fun. Thanks, Alan. We'll see you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Book Profit Secrets. You know, Abraham Lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first four sharpening his axe. That's what this podcast is meant to do. That's also what we do on our site, our companion site, ray.fm. So check us out there and sharpen your axe, increase your influence, income, and audience. We'll see you next time.